Good morning, Oasis Community Church, and welcome online this morning. Whether this is your first time, uh, welcome. It's great to have you with us. Whether you've been with us through this past season uh, where we've been online and we're now starting to move back to being in person alongside that, it's great that you're able to join us on this Father's Day. We're going to be celebrating fathers and the men of our church. And I know this day has mixed emotions for so many people. For some, it is a joyous day. For some, it's a challenging day. And our prayer is that God would meet you right where you're at this morning. Whether you find today a reason to celebrate or it brings sadness to you, we're praying God's presence is with you because that's what changes everything. And so we're going to worship this morning. We're going to sing. We're going to encourage you. Why don't you jump around in your homes, believing that God is just going to meet with you in your homes this morning. Uh, Phil is going to be speaking to us this morning. So just so excited for everything we've got planned. And we just pray that through everything that happens this morning, you will know the nearness of your good, heavenly, perfect father with you right now as we enjoy this time online together. Heavenly Father, Lord, as we uh, come before you, Lord, as we worship you this morning, Lord, as we read and hear about your word, Lord, I pray that you'll pour your spirit out on us, Lord. Lord, fill us up afresh, Lord, where, where there's fear, Lord, where there's uncertainty, Lord. Lord I, pr- Lord, I pray that you would remind us, Lord, of your promises and your truth. And so, Lord, this morning we're going we're gonna to worship you. I was nowhere you came to my rescue From the grave I've been raised When I needed a saviour to save me Jesus, you made a way I was blind but these eyes have been opened Now I walk in the light Every step on the road I will follow, Jesus, you made a way. You are the way, you are the way. Lost and dead, but your love came to find me, Jesus, you are the way. You are the way, you are the way. You're the light shining bright in the darkness, Jesus, you are the way. Jesus, the only way. Let's jump around. Secure in your promise, never standing alone. You're the truth, you're the life, you're my future, Jesus, you made a way. I'm alive in the love that you gave me, free to dance once again. You will lead me from glory to glory, Jesus, you made a way. You are the way. You are the way Lost and dead but your love came to find me Jesus you are the way 
Jesus, the only way. Woo! Let's blow away those cobwebs. Let's dance before him. You are the way. You are the way. You're the light shining bright in the darkness, Jesus. You are the way. You are the way. You are the way. Lost and dead, but your love came to find me, Jesus. You are the way. You are the way. You are the way. You're the light shining bright in the darkness. Jesus, you are the way. You ready? Here we go. How low can you go? Ready? We're going to collapse and catch our breath. Here's the challenge. Dad jokes, water in mouth, first one to spit it out loses. But <laughs> <laughs> got water in your mouth? Okay, here's the first joke. Why do skeletons stay so calm? Oh, he's gone. <laughs> because nothing gets under their skin. Oh. oh, okay, here we go. A word of advice. Never trust atoms. They make everything up. I would tell you my pizza joke, but it's just too cheesy. <laughs> Bella's doing really well, you've gone. Oh, Bella's lost as well. I never thought I'd be the type to have a beard, <laughs> but it just grew on me. <laughs> yeah, I think it must be three nil to Bella. Why did the cookie go to hospital? It felt crummy. <laughs> Very good. Okay, this one I'll get you. What do you call a woman with an ambulance siren on her head? <laughs> Nina, 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 Nina. 
I used to hate the hokey pokey, but I've really turned myself around. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. I don't know who's winning. What did the police officer say to the belly button? You're under a vest. <laughs> well, I think Bella, you well and truly won that one. Maybe you want to share your best dad joke in the chat right now. But what we're going to have is a few people from church just sharing stories right now uh, to lead us into another time of worship. What does God as your perfect Heavenly Father mean to you? I find over the years I love God's faithfulness, is love so much the Lord that He wants to bring me correction and because of that I love the words in Hebrews 12 which reads Furthermore we have had human fathers who corrected us and we paid them respect Shall we not much more readily be in subjection to the Father of Spirits and live? For they indeed for a few days chastened us as seemed best to them, but he for our profit that we may be partakers in his holiness. Now no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, afterwards it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Well, there is everything in my life. And I think of him in the night if I wake up, if, if we up in the morning, I, I look up to the hills. It's in the vast universe, but he's there. He is my saviour. I look, look up to him day and night. For a large part of my life, I felt a gap, a void, where a, a close and nurturing relationship with a father should have been. Um, and um, if I'd see, even even only a few years ago, if I see a picture of um, a, a father with a little child, I'd think how lovely, but I'd also feel pain um, because of this void. So um, I knelt and asked God about it uh, a few years ago. And um, he gave me a picture um, and that was the start of the pain going and the void um, disappearing. Um, I wrote a poem about it, so, so I'll read it in case it helps somebody else, God wants to help somebody else through it. Um, the Father's Love. I was shown a tender picture, symbolic of the Father above. A dad reaching down, holding his child hand, child's hand. It was, oh, so full of love. I thought, but now I am older, not a toddler of two or three. So I asked my Heavenly Father how he saw his relationship to me. I prayerfully waited and listened, kneeling expectantly. And then came the picture he gave me. It was as clear as could be. It was of a bright orange daisy sat in the palm of his hand and upon the vivid petals dewdrops did gently stand. The centre was puffed up and yellow, quite obviously right at its best. I thought what a lovely picture to show how much I am blessed. However, I questioned my Heavenly Father as to why the dewdrops still stood, to which he swiftly answered as only a loving dad could. It is for one reason only that it looks as it did when picked from the wild. It's to show you how tenderly I am holding you, my precious child.
were tiny babies. We didn't have mother. We were fatherless. I don't really remember it very much. Me either. We were pretty young. But we were adopted into a loving family.
God is closer still. He is enough. Jesus broke the chains. His love has won. He conquered the grave. He bore the cross at the price of your sin. And he's alive. He is enough. Jesus broke the chains. His love has won. He bore the cross at the price of your sin, and he's alive, so death could not win. Death could not win. Death could not win. Death could not win. It's never won.
heights of heaven you set down to earth innocent perfection gave your life for us we are amazed we stand in awe for we have been changed by the power of the cross how great how great how great is your love how great how great how great is your love how great how great how great is your love for us how great is your love for us never been, there will never be a God like you, a love so true. There has never been, there will never be a God like you, a love so true. There has never been, there will never be. God like you, love so true, there has never been, no there will never be, a God like you, a love so true. How great, how great, how great is your love, how great. How great, how great is your love. How great, how great, how great is your love for us. How great is your love. How great, how great, how great is your love. How great, how great, how great is your love. How great. How great, how great is your love for us? How great is your love for us? Just as we carry on worshipping, we're going to come into a time of prayer. And we've asked just individuals from our church from one generation to pray over the generation younger than them. So a child praying over babies, a, a young adult praying over the teens and the children uh, and so on. And, uh, and so let's just come now before our Heavenly Father and let's just pray over the generations, the family that is our church, those inside our church and those outside uh, that God's love would reach them and they would experience the nearness of his presence and his blessings today over their life. So uh, let's be led in, in prayer now by those in Oasis Community Church. Dear God, we thank you for the babies in our church. We pray that you will...
bless them and help them to grow up knowing you love them and to follow you we thank you for all new life and pray that you will look after all babies that they will know that they are loved amen father god thank you for the children that you've blessed our church with you've blessed us with the responsibility of raising the next generation for you I pray that as they grow, they would develop a passion for prayer and for your word, and that they would have a deep and unshakable relationship with you. I pray that they would love you and serve you so faithfully that you shine through them, that you would shine through them so powerfully that people can't help but see Christ in them. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we just come to you today. We just pray for the young adults, Father God, for the next generation. Father, we just pray your protection on them. We pray against uh, your protection for all the challenges that they face in uh, in life going forward, particularly at this time with COVID, with the challenges um, to develop relationships, Father. As those developments, uh, those relationships develop, we just mm -hmm. pray that you'll protect them, you'll guard them, and that they'll make the right decisions uh, with your guidance as they move forward. We just thank you for this uh, generation of young adults, the next generation moving forward. And we just pray that you'll uphold them as they reach out to you at this time. Thank you, Father, for them. Amen. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you that they are so much part of our church, that they just bring us new life and a new way. Father, we just thank you for the young adults of all churches and we just thank you for the young adults outside the church as well father we just pray that you will just give them the wisdom we just pray father that you will just grow them we just pray father that you will give them a greater understanding of how to look for new ways how to reach new dimensions of talking about being with part of our family and being part of our new generation within the church, inside and outside. Father, we just thank you and we are so grateful for them. We thank you for the grace and the love and the, the honour that they have for each and every one of us. And we just thank you, Father, that you just place inside them a greater love and a greater understanding to be able to reach the people that we perhaps can't reach. Father God, we just thank you that they are amazing, that they are forever by our side and forever with us and watching over us and standing with us. Father, we just thank you for our young people and our young adults. Father God, they have so many challenges they have such a lot of peer pressure. So, Father, we just ask that you will just fill them with your glory, fill them with your power, fill them with your strength. But most of all, Heavenly Father, we just pray that you will just anoint them to be God's people and God's love will overflow from them. We just ask that you will just pour your blessing upon them. We ask it in and through the name of Jesus. And we just thank you for each and every one of them. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, I give thanks and praise 
that you are our perfect representation of fatherhood, lovingly inviting us through each generation into family and eternal abundance through your only begotten Son. Lord, I ask by your Spirit, please break into the here and now. Bless our adults at OCC to a stepping into of our Christ inheritance by the good news of the gospel message within your full purpose for each one of us. I pray also beyond our, our current church family for the salvation of many in Stratford-on-Avon, a multiplied harvest of souls from the fathers to the children, connecting coming generations to Jesus. Because we recognise that your family is where our story begins and love never ends. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it's so good, isn't it, just to pray together. And I'm here now with somebody who I think could probably do with some prayer. Um, Ian Hesketh is currently cycling. Ian, tell, tell us what you're doing. What crazy thing are you doing right now? So at the moment, we're uh, cycling from Blackpool through to Skegness um, over three days. That's, the, that's been the task, coast to coast. So it works out about three, 320 kilometers there or thereabouts you know give or take for the wrong turns that we might or may or may not make uh so that in old money that's about 200 miles and, and you've uh, been telling me there's some brutal hills that you are ascending and descending yeah yeah so that the, they are yeah them yeah really big I, I mean i'm not sure i'm not quite sure the length of one of them but it's certainly between three and five um five miles and uh probably an average gradient of about 10 uh, percent uh is yeah massive um oh, I'm, I'm really enjoying it it's great <laughs> <laughs> you're crazy anyone who knows yorkshire knows it's not the flattest part of the country so ian will you just explain for those that may have missed it why are you doing this crazy coast to coast yeah doing it for the missions john um so our vision is to to be a catalyst for movements of gospel communities in every nation and and so in order to do that, we've got, we've got to raise some funds to be able to get behind uh, missionaries who are going to go and plant uh, new works in new nations. And, and so, you know, they, they do say that finance follows vision. So this really is about casting vision uh, in many respects, just getting the message out there. So all the Facebook Live stuff that we've been doing on, our, uh, on the missions page. So people want to, want to tune into that. They'll, they'll get a glimpse of some of the, the stuff that we're saying. And uh, you know, so it's cast, casting vision. But raising money ultimately as well um i say it ultimately it's not casting vision is the ultimate thing but um you know the money to to get behind it um is is massive so you know huge thanks for anybody who's, who's supported us already um it, you know it, yeah so it's, it's huge and the vision of elon missions is so aligned with where we are and just seeing uh, the gospel going out, communities of people living that out. And so uh, I just want to encourage the church, if you haven't already, there'll be a link coming up on the screen right now. You can follow that link or in the chat and you can give to Ian. It's not too late. Uh, we're hoping that you finish Sunday, Sunday this evening, is it? Sunday, Sunday evening, yeah. So the, that flat day, that's the uh, flattest point. Yeah, so that is going to be it's awesome. Uh, really looking forward to being able to put the boot down on there. <laughs>
<laughs> and we're hoping that you'll be with us next week because we're going to have our own Mission Sunday. So we'll hear all about your, uh, what you've been up to and all about what God is doing around the world. So Ian, we're praying for you and keep, keep peddling, keep going uh, and raising sacks of money for Ealing Missions and for the gospel to go to, to every nation. Mate, that's fantastic. Awesome. Love it. Uh, thanks so much. And uh, I hope you're, I'm sure you're having a great Sunday together. Yeah, we are. Thank you. Well, I'm going to, uh, as, as Ian pedals on, I'm going to introduce Phil right now. Uh, Phil Howe, who's part of our core team. It is his first Father's Day. Uh, and so he's going to speak to us right now. So, uh, uh, you know, if we were in a building together, we'd all applaud and encourage him. So give him a cheer at home for Phil's first Father's Day as he comes and just brings the word to us right now. Thanks, Phil. Good morning. And yeah, happy Father's Day. Um, thank you for John for giving me this opportunity to speak today. Um, John just thought it would be good for me as a, um, a new father to reflect um, on what God's love, fatherly love looks like for us through my very short but very real relationship with Phoebe uh, as she is at the moment um, and just that kind of experience of fatherhood and what God is teaching me sort of day by day through that relationship um, through the good times and the challenging times. Um, and we know from John's sermons that children make great sermon illustrations. So I'm pleased to continue that sort of great OCC tradition this morning and to kind of pick out some examples uh, in Phoebe's life uh, and just, yeah, use them as great sermon illustrations. So I'm really happy to uh, bring those to you this morning. Um, I just want to um, start off by just thanking everyone for uh, your prayers um, just through Phoebe's birth and just this time together as a family. Um, really, really felt God's presence through us uh, as a family as, as, as Phoebe grows. And um, yeah, just to say that we're, we're, everyone's doing really well. Phoebe's doing really well. Um, she's a really happy baby. And luckily for us um, at the moment, um, she's sleeping lots as well. So we're just feeling really blessed. Um, and just really enjoying family time together. Um, and yeah, looking forward to seeing uh, some of you uh, with Phoebe uh, as we get more and more out, out of lockdown. Really looking forward to those classic OCC services where all the kids are running around. Um, yeah, really looking forward to that time together. Um, and if you could just keep, uh, keep me uh, in your prayers um, as I just navigate work-life balance sort of you know I went back to work very quickly into a very very demanding role um, at work and yeah just need to pray that I protect family time with Jess and Phoebe um, and yeah that I don't get too kind of bogged down in that kind of work mindset so yeah I would really appreciate your prayers for that moving forwards um, but yeah it's really really great to um, to speak to you today um, and today is Father's Day and um, I know it's difficult for some as we use the examples of our earthly father um, as a metaphor to represent our heavenly father. For some of us, um, that doesn't make sense. Uh, not all of us had the privilege of having good earthly fathers. And so it can be confusing to us when we use that word father for God. And that it's very difficult sometimes to remove those negative connotations from the word and to understand what it truly does mean as God as father. Um, and yeah, it, was, it comes out sometimes when we're worshipping God. Uh, we use the word Father in our praise and worship. And yeah, through that times we can really struggle to reconcile him. And even for some of us, including myself, we're sort of luckily and, um, luckily and privileged enough to have good um, earthly fathers. They're still not perfect. Um, 
and even in some of the things that God is um, teaching me through my relationship with Phoebe, I'm sort of aware of my own flaws um, uh, in my love for Phoebe. Like my love for Phoebe is 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 vast from my point of view, but not perfect. Uh, I make mistakes all the time through my love for Phoebe, and so I'm again a not not a perfect example uh, of a father. Um, and so, yeah, some of my own flaws shine through. But I just wanted to make a take a brief um moment today to just to just to to clear up that you know god is our perfect heavenly father he has no flaws like our earthly fathers and you know the flaws that i'm introducing into phoebe's life even now that doesn't exist in god's fatherly love for us and i hope that this morning um yeah we can kind of if you have um, struggles with your earthly father i hope i pray that you can separate that this morning as i talk about god as our perfect father just everything that god's done for us um through through uh, jesus dying on the cross for us through god's just care for us in our day-to-day lives there's a sort of deep knowledge about us and our situations i just pray that uh, through god's spirit you feel god's god's love as a father this morning um, I'm just going to read from uh, 1 John 3, verse, um, verses 1 to 3. And uh, bear with me as I be both preacher or person giving a talk this morning and person doing uh, the technical bits as well. Um, always an interesting challenge and uh, not one I've, na- I've ever navigated before, but hopefully this should all work. Um, i just go here. See what great love the Father has given us that we should be called God's children, and we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it didn't know him. Dear friends, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet been revealed. We know that when he appears, we will be like him, because we will see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. I love that verse this morning. Um, I'm just going to pray briefly as I've I've just got a few things to share this morning. Father God, just thank you for your love for us. And thank you for the reminder today that you are our perfect Heavenly Father. I pray that through the examples that you've shown me this morning, we would all see more of your perfect love for us. Amen. So, yeah, this morning I just have uh, three uh, snippets or glimpses of how God shows his love for us. And this is just through my relationship with Phoebe and just uh, sharing just some of the things that I think God's been speaking to me in various moments. I've just had this sort of sense of God teaching me a lesson through my own uh, relationship with Phoebe, which is just a a wonderful privilege. Um, Do bear in mind that Phoebe is uh, three months old at this point, so... Her days currently consist of uh, feeding, pooing, dribbling, and laughing. Uh, she, she's a, she's a, a giggly baby, which is nice. Um, but if, if they're not sort of models of uh, our Christian walk, uh, you know, and we all do some of those in our Christian walk, then uh, I don't know what is. So hopefully you can sort of see some of the, the um, metaphors that I'm drawing out this morning. And in true, you know, I don't always bring the most... Um, uh, deeply spiritual uh, talks uh, at OCC, so there is going to be talk of poo today. Just to give everyone a heads up that yeah, that's the kind of that's the level that I pitch my my talks at OCC. Um, but yeah, it's all good fun. 
Um, so the first thing I just want to really draw out today is just um, God's intention for us. Um, a question as I'm sort of navigating uh, life as a father is, you know, oh, how's your how's life different now? What's changed? Is it all changed? And the answer to that question is practically life looks very different. You know, my days now have nappy changing and interrupted night sleep sometimes, and obviously uh, lots of baby talk. Um, and emotionally, uh, I'm, you know, I'm blown away from my love for Phoebe, but in a deeper sense of the, of the word, the, the meaning of the question, um, from my, the point of view for my life's purpose, um, not much has changed for me in all honesty. Um, Jess and I really felt like we were really ready for having kids and sort of starting that na- next stage of our time as a family together. Um, it's always something that Jess and I wanted to do from the very first moment that we met as as a couple. We sort of said that we both really wanted to have children. And it's something that was sort of planned um, by us very intentionally to have um, Phoebe at this point. And um, the roads to Phoebe's um, birth, for you know, some of us, some of you that, that know our situation, wasn't always sort of um, straightforward. There were sort of absolute bumps in the road. But from that point of intention, we always planned to have Phoebe. And for, for me personally, my kind of like, um, I can, it's really difficult to explain, which is the deepest part of, of who I am. Nothing has changed because it always was part of the plan. Um, and so while the day-to-day practicalities are very, very different, my, my feeling uh, and my love are, uh, don't, don't really feel like they've changed much at all. Um, and so some some other people have asked us, you know, so why did you choose to have children? Why did you have Phoebe? Um, and the only kind of thing I can say really is it's just the expression of Jess, my, my, my love for Jess and our love together as a family. Um, we wanted to create someone to share into that love um, and to be brought up in relationship with us as a family. Um, and to create relationships with others as well and to you know, contribute positively, um, look after God's creation on, on earth and to give out um, based on what God's given to us. Um, Isaiah, I'm just going to bring up um, Isaiah chapter 43, uh, verse 7. Everyone who bears my name and is created for my glory I have formed them. Indeed, I have made them. Um, just this kind of just like continuation of feeling in my, you know, in my like deeper soul is just something that I, God really pointed out to me this morning. Um, God created you this morning intentionally. Um, he created you for a purpose um, in that he created you to uh, shine and reflect his glory. Um, and he also created you uh, to be in relationship with him as as your heavenly father. Just as I, you know, uh, Phoebe was a kind of a outpouring of uh, our love um, as a family. So are you this morning in God's eyes. Um, God doesn't make mistakes in his intentions. It's really, it sounds quite simple um, and sort of deceivingly so. Um, sometimes I think we underestimate God's sort of family planning, so to speak. Um, we kind of kind of uh, rationalize our relationship with God as sort of a set of 
um, uh, you know, coincidences or, you know, oh, I was always brought up in a Christian family. So it's, it wasn't sort of an, a, a conscious act by God that I'm here and have a relationship this mo- you know, with him this morning. Um, but yeah, I just want to sort of blow away those, um, th- those thoughts. You know, God created you and has a relationship with you because he loves you and he, he created you intentionally. That's why, you know, that's why you're here this morning. And it's just um, that sort of continuation of God's thought from, you know, beginning before he created the universe. He thought of you, knew that you were going to be created. Um, it's just, yeah, um, that that thought just helps me set, put a lot of things in, in context sometimes, you know, as we're navigating some of the more difficult times of our life. We know that, you know, God, God, God definitely has a plan for us. And, you know, we're not here by accident, um, despite, you know, the, con- you, know, w- you know, why we're here in an earthly sense, God planned for us. Um, and the second topic I just want to um, bring out this morning is, is sin. Um, now, weirdly, I'm, I love changing nappies. Uh, right now, they're very easy. She's not a difficult baby in any sense of the word. Um, maybe ask me again in three months, um, or may not be enduring them, uh, then. So, uh, feel free to ask me in three months and I'll sort of, uh, yeah, maybe not having such a great time. Um, but in this moment, Phoebe's li- uh, face lights up when she's on the changing table. Uh, we have a great laugh together. Uh, we play games together. Um, and yeah, it's just a nice time for us as sort of father and daughter. Uh, it might sound weird, um, uh, but yeah, I feel very lucky that she she likes being changed. Um, I'm not the most attentive of parents, and um, sometimes I I can go a bit long between changes. Um, Jess is Jess is a lot better than me, but my kind of internal kind of oh Phoebe is unhappy workflow. Oftentimes I just forget that you know nappy is a thing, uh, and she's like crying, and I'm kind of trying to work out what it is, and then I suddenly realise that you know it's her nappy. Um. But Phoebe, as I said, is a very happy baby. She can go a long time um, without being changed. And, you know, I question sometimes how comfortable she can be kind of sitting in her own poo. Um, It's just something that she, you know, doesn't really seem to bother her. Um, But she's only comfortable for uh, a period of time. And then almost like a switch, like she'll she'll change and she'll realise that, oh, this is actually uncomfortable um, and I need to do something about it. Um, and I was changing her one time and I just I felt like as a sort of God was kind of bringing um, some sins in my life into sort of into my mind. And I was just feeling a bit sort of convicted. Um, I think this is a great model for the sin of our life, right? It's, a, it's, it's, it's comfortable for a short time um, until it starts becoming uncomfortable. Suddenly the sort of the consequences um, can come all at once or, you know, we realize exactly what's going on. Um It's 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 difficult in that time um, when we start realizing that sin has sort of crept in in certain areas of our life. Um, you know, it's quite easy to rationalize away, uh, and it you know I do that all the time in my own life. I'm sort of talking about um, you know, oh, this sin's not hurting anyone. You know, God, it's not not that important to God. 
and then you I suddenly find that either myself my feeling in myself shifts or the as I said the consequences of that sin come to fruition uh, and in that moment I kind of feel a bit distanced from God and uh, it's obviously what the problem was um, but it, I just wasn't catching it early in my own life um, and in um, I, I have two nappy changing modes that I realized the other day um, the first mode is what I've described this morning, you know, I'm happy, I've got time on my hands, we're playing, singing to Phoebe, I'm just trying to make her generally laugh, um, which is very easy to do. Um, and then I have the sort of, oh, we need to get out of the house in five minutes ago, sort of nappy changing mode. And uh, we're rushing and trying to, yeah, trying to get it over done as soon as possible. And as you can imagine, Phoebe doesn't like that second mode very much. Um, and in this metaphor that I'm bringing, uh, it sometimes feels like that when, you know, when we're noticing our sin, um, it feels like God's like punishing us in that. Um, it feels like, the, you know, the rush nappy, it feels like it's a very kind of harsh process. Um, but I just want to remind you this morning that our sanctification through God is, is not, God did not rush this. Through Jesus' death on the cross, uh, this is the ultimate act of love from God. And God did this due to his love for us and, and his desire to be in relationship with us. Um, it was obviously costly to God, but our redemption and our relationship was worth the price from God's point of view. Um, and this kind of continual process of us kind of uh, reconciling with God and just due to the God's grace is like the sort of the the picture I wanted to bring to you today is the gentle nappy change um, you know God is singing over us um, as he kind of gently points out where we've missed the mark um, we're not supposed to be comfortable sitting in our own poo um, he laughs with us as he kind of yeah gently point this points us out um, sets us on the right path again and you know god knows that you know we're gonna we're gonna get mucky again in the future um it doesn't worry him because our forgiveness uh due to jesus selfless act of love is complete there's no kind of recharging of that there's no onward penalty of that it was once and it was final um, Isaiah um, chapter 44 and verse 22 I've swept away your transgressions like a cloud and your sins like a mist return to me for I have redeemed you lastly uh, this morning I just want to talk about relationship uh, so Phoebe doesn't have to um, do anything for my love uh, I want to spend time with her because I love her, not because of anything that she does. You can't sort of earn my love. Um, and God wants to spend time with us, um, despite the sort of distractions of the world. Uh, he kind of wants us to close out those distractions and allow uh, us to spend time with him in worship, through his word, in prayer, or you know, sometimes just speaking about him with others and sharing our faith, sharing what God's doing in our lives to with our Christian brothers and sisters. It's all great opportunities to spend time with him 
Um, and again, I'm not I'm not perfect here in my love for Phoebe. Sort of in Phoebe's most challenging times, and if I'm tired, you know, I have my own sort of flaws in this. I can't give her my full attention, or I can't necessarily deal with her if she's sort of screaming. Uh, and in that moment, my love is not complete um, for her due to my own weaknesses, my own kind of flaws as a human being. And um, that again, I want to remind you know. Luckily, God's love for us is is not limited, just like you know my love for Phoebe is. Um, this is uh, one of my favorite um, verses, uh, Matthew uh, chapter uh, seven, verses nine to eleven. Who among you, if his son asks for him for bread, will give him a stone, or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good? things to those who ask him um yeah i just love this verse just you know i know how much i love phoebe but i also know very much how deeply deeply flawed i am and therefore just how much god's how much greater god's love is for me and and how much he wants to spend time with me um, and it's in that time of relationship and spending time with god is that we grow uh, we get to know him more. He you know, continually changes us during those moments. And as I said, I love I'm I, I'm loving being a father right now. But you know, is that relationship with Phoebe is is very limited because she feeds, she sleeps, she poos, she laughs. But it's not going to be that way forever. And um, she's going to to develop and grow as a person. And over that time, my relationship with her will change. Um, and yeah, just God was just speaking to me about this in terms of God loves spending time with us. But he, we're also expected to sort of grow and change through spending time with him. We're on a path um, to become more like Jesus, to, to live, love and look like Jesus. And that path of transformation if we're not growing, if we're not changing, if our relationship with God isn't changing, then then something's wrong. Um, uh, when when I was younger, um, I didn't speak for a long time. Um, you know, I had uh, I was the I'm the youngest of three, so I had sort of older brother and sister that sp spoke on my behalf. Didn't really need to speak. Um, and my um, grandma at the time was kind of pestering my mum to take me to a language therapist. You know, something's wrong with, with Philip. Can you, you know, what, what are you going to do about it type of thing? But eventually, I, you know, uh, I only speak when I mean to. I'm not, not the, the most talkative of people. So tr in truest fashion, I came out in complete sentences. And uh, apparently the first thing that I said was uh, cat dead now, which is you know, very profound as the cat had died. So uh, clearly that had impacted me a lot. And that was my sort of my first, my first words. Um, and uh, now in sort of the, the phase that Phoebe is in, we're supposed to be looking out for developmental signs. You know, uh, is she looking at her own hand? Can she see, you know, when does she start thinking about her own reflection is it, is, as herself? Looking for these signs. And I think sometimes in our, you know, in our quest and our relationship with God, we can, try to force the signs a bit um you know the developmental signs of our relationship with god are we becoming a much more mature christian and you know i apply this to my own life as well like i'm saying you know oh i want to be a mature christian i want to you know almost force it and 
it doesn't work like that. We can't force it, but it also doesn't stop God's love for us. Um, God, you know, just as I want to spend time with Phoebe now, even though she's sort of very, our relationship is very limited. Um, I still want to spend time with her. I still love her. And yeah, God's love for us is the same. Like he obviously wants us to grow and mature in him, but it doesn't stop us, doesn't stop him from loving us and doesn't want, doesn't stop him from wanting to spend time with us as his children. Um, I just wanted to end um, this morning just with um, another verse. Um, this is uh, John 15, verse 16. You did not ch choose me, but I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce fruit and that your fruit should remain so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Yeah, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this this time together this morning. We just thank you for this, this reminder uh, on Father's Day of your perfect love for us. And yeah, Lord Jesus, I just pray. I just thank you that you, know, you created us for a purpose. You chose us. You died for us and that process uh, of, of us, of you pointing out that sin in our lives is a gentle one. And I just thank you that you want to be in relationship with us. You want to spend time with us. I just pray for everyone this morning, Father, is uh, whatever their Father's Day looks like, that you'll continue to speak to them this morning and yeah, continue to show them your love. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Phil, for sharing God's word and encouraging us. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, and uh, that was just fantastic. And uh, I wanted to say thank you to you as well for joining us online this morning. Um, and we just pray that this morning service has been a blessing to you. Whatever today emotionally means for you, uh, we just know that there is a good God and he loves you and he is with you and wants you to know the nearness of his presence. Uh, we're going to finish things now, but we just want to encourage you. Why don't you jump onto the link that's just coming up on the screen right now and you can uh, pre-register your seats for next week's in-person service. We're back at the United Reformed Church next week, next Sunday, and uh, just love to have you in the room with us as we worship together, as we gather around God's word, as we're just in the same building together at the same time. What a privilege that is. So if you're able to, when you jump on, so we can just make sure that everything is safe and seats are arranged as they need, need to be. And then we're back online for the beginning of July. Can you believe that it is nearly July? And then from the beginning of July onwards, we'll be alternate weeks uh, in person, well, online, then in person, online and in person. Uh, so the second and the fourth Sundays will be in person. The first and the third will be online. And we're, we're hoping that we'll be able to get live streaming up as soon as we can. So just bear with us on that. But we're going to finish this service. We want to encourage you. Why don't you stand to your feet in your homes? Why don't you get ready? Dust yourself off if you haven't already. And we're just going to end with a song right now, just declaring how great our God is as we finish this service together. And we just pray that God blesses you today and this week to come. So let's sing and let's worship together right now as we bring things to a close. God is a great big God.